0: Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unboxed Podcast, my name is Rhys and today uh, we're back for another properly recorded episode, Uh, not an interview this time, it's just me having a good old chat about things that are going on and this episode is going to be called China, Covid and Contacts because those are the things we're going to be talking about. China, um, which that'll be my first story so you'll hear about that very soon, about the uh, Uyghurs, I am going to butcher lots of Chinese names Uh, for this podcast. But hey-ho, the news is is still being brought. Uh, We'll also talk about COVID in the UK and around the world, contact tracing. um, We may move on to issues around Poland as well, but that is a very complex one which I want to go over um, in full on another episode, so I may well leave that to then. But anyway... Let's jump straight into it because uh, in relation to China, the United Kingdom's foreign secretary, Dominic Raab, has accused China of gross and egregious human rights abuses against its Uyghur population and said that sanctions against those responsible cannot be ruled out. Um, there have been reports of forced sterilization and the persecution of uh, the Uyghur Muslim group in China, Um, and the foreign secretary has said these actions are reminiscent of something not seen for a long time. Um, Dominic Raab saying the UK will be working with its allies to take appropriate action. Uh, China's ambassador to the United Kingdom says any talk of concentration camps, however, is fake. Speaking on the Andrew Marr show earlier yesterday morning, Um, he said that the Uyghurs received the same treatment under the law as other ethnic ethnic groups in the country Um, he says there is no such thing there is no such concentration camps in Xinjiang which is the province in China where this is being uh, alleged he says there's a lot of fake accusations against China now on that program he was shown drone footage which has been circulated around the world which appears to show Uyghurs being blindfolded and led to trains this has been authenticated by Australian security services, um, although the uh, ambassador of the UK said he did not know what the video was showing, saying sometimes you have transfer of prisoners in any country. Now the wider uh, argument around this: uh, there's belief that up to a million Uyghur people have been detained in the past few years, in according to the the Chinese uh, state, what they define as re-education camps. China has previously denied the existence of the camps but then has defended them as a necessary measure against terrorism because there have been separatist violence uh, erupting in the Xinjiang region. Um, Authorities however, have recently been accused of forcing women to be sterilized or to be fitted with contraceptive devices, apparently in an attempt to limit the population which has prompted calls for the United Nations to investigate. Now, the foreign secretary strayed from accusing um, the Chinese government of genocide, or whether the treatment of this population met the legal definition of genocide, saying the international community has to be careful before making such claims, but he does say, whatever the legal label, it is clear that gross, egregious human rights abuses are going on. now, according to a recent study by the Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation, the rate of population growth in the largest two Uyghur prefectures in Xinjiang fell by more than 80% between 2013 and 2018, which could suggest that there is some form of sterilization or contraception process. Um, China, however, does not accept the findings. Uh, the UK Chinese ambassador or the Chinese ambassador to the UK, I keep on quoting. Uh, Liu Xiaoming says the Uyghur population in Xinjiang stood at 4-5 million 40 years ago, has now grown to 11 million. Uh, He says that people say we have ethnic cleansing, but the population has doubled. Um, However, the demographic research doesn't actually go back as far as 40 years. It does however suggest there was a rapid rise in the uh, population in Xinjiang between 2005 and 2015, followed by a very sharp fall. Now this story will, (coughs) beg your pardon, this story will continue to rumble on and on. And um, whilst Dominic Raab is speaking out and other foreign uh, secretaries, uh, ministers, whoever they are referred to in their their government, um, this is unlikely to be resolved through merely words. Um, There is a risk for Britain being caught in a diplomatic crossfire between Washington and Beijing, however. Um, According to the BBC News diplomatic correspondent James Landale, the price for defending human rights could be less trade with China, and that could prove costly in a post-COVID economic downturn. Um, Tory MPs are pressing for action against senior uh, officials in the Hong Kong government as well, following the imposition of a new security law, uh, which, according to the UK, violates international agreements on protecting freedoms, and all of this is transpiring to create a a rather difficult situation in UK-Chinese relations. Um, Now, again, going back to Liu Xiaoming, the Chinese ambassador, uh, said that, um, well, if the UK targets Chinese officials, his country could retaliate, saying that if the UK goes that far to impose sanctions on any individuals in China, China will certainly make a resolute response to it. So this is developing fast into a situation which is moving beyond uh, the the usual diplomatic channels. Something that he did say, um, which I found quite disturbing uh, when I was watching the the programme on BBC iPlayer uh, yesterday afternoon, um, he said he cannot rule out single cases of sterilisation. He does say we treat every group, ethnic group as equal, but he cannot rule out cases of sterilisation, which um, is is worrisome. Uh, it, is, it is worrisome. Now, to move on to... Uh, well, I'm going to move to contacts rather than COVID, although it does relate to COVID, because in the United Kingdom, in North Lanarkshire, which is in Scotland, uh, in and around Motherwell, uh health officials are currently investigating an outbreak of coronavirus at an nhs test and trace call center um i know that when i saw the the story uh i thought well it was uh not a particularly welcome reaction i don't think uh won't be a welcome news story uh now, vehicles officials are investigating this outbreak of COVID-19 at a test and trace call centre in North Lanarkshire. At least seven colleagues uh, at the uh, centre, according to one employee, have are believed to have been tested positive, And NHS Lanarkshire has said it is aware of a number of potentially linked cases. SITEL, uh, or Citell, S-I-T-E-L, I don't know how to pronounce that one carries out the contact tracing for the NHS at this site and says it is urgently investigating the outbreak with Public Health Scotland. Um, Now, this is not very good PR um, for an NHS test and trace call centre, although I guess it does give them more work to do. Um, This is part of, I guess, the 23 new cases of COVID-19 being detected across Scotland in the last 24 hours, um, although we're the only three of them were in the Lanarkshire Health Board area. Um, First Minister Nicola Sturgeon has said a, number, a low number of cases and fluctuation around those numbers was to be expected, and the proportion of positive tests in Scotland remains well below 1%. Uh, this is said to uh, to be Well, health officials at the time said they did not believe they were dealing with a linked cluster. Um, However, contact tracing is now well and truly underway following the detection of, and I quote from the Scottish government here, a small number of potentially linked cases in North Lanarkshire. Uh, We will keep you up to date on what happens there. To turn to some COVID-related news or some other COVID-related news, um, There was an illegal rave at RAF Charmy Down near Bath. Um, it went on on uh, late on on Saturday, went through early into Sunday morning, and police say they just didn't have the manpower to stop this rave, which attracted around three thousand, probably more, partygoers all through the night. Um, It is three miles outside the city, and it went on on a former RAF um, airbase, and people living as far away as Bristol have complained they were being kept awake. Um, Avon and Somerset police were present. Uh, Officers arrived at the scene within minutes of being alerted, according to their press release, Uh, but there were already many people on site. Um, Once officers were called to the former RAF station, according to Chief Superintendent Ian Wiley, uh, he already said it was already too late. Um, The force, that being Avon and Somerset Police, was apparently aware a major gathering was likely this weekend, but uh, it was unable to pinpoint where it may well take place. Um, Now, this is... Worrying, we will have to look out for uh, an, an uptick in the uh, in the numbers of COVID cases around the Avon and Somerset area. Um, thousands of cars down to the the RAF base. Uh, people kept awake. The the rave only stopped at about one p.m. on um, on Sunday afternoon. Uh, the police are not a standing army. Uh, they've made that clear. Um, they say it is not possible to gather enough officers to disperse such a large crowd uh, of people at that time of night. Um, but it is disappointing that people are so egregiously flouting uh, the lockdown rules that are there to, to protect all of us. Um, it it's just a bit disappointing that we we've, we've all seemed to have been pulling together on a national effort and now things are starting to open up so we can have we can have those nice things again um and people just take it too far um we know people have been uh testing positive for covid in 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 bath there have been illegal raves um one in Carrington in the middle of june uh one in Eston or a planned one in eston um at the beginning of this month, but um uh, again here we here we see more people uh as Professor Jonathan van Tam would probably say uh tearing the pants out of out of the lockdown restrictions uh which yeah it it, it is it is it is disheartening uh, but Yes, I hope I hope we continue to see the, the the downward trend. Um, some news from around the world on coronavirus, and in the European Union, there has been a third day of negotiations over a, a recovery plan because, um, this is a massive, uh, a massive deal. Um, EU leaders are trying to hammer out this post-coronavirus economic recovery plan. And this is the first time they've met face-to-face in months. This has been quite a testy and a testing summit. um, And some member states uh, are holding out. Um, Now, what we are currently anticipating being approved, if it is approved ever, uh, is a 750 billion euro package uh, coming in the form of grants. Um, Some member states say that is... That is just too large. Some say it should come as loans. Others say this is what is needed. Um, the The impasse was unbroken after the second day of negotiations. It started on Saturday, went all the way through uh, to Sunday evening. It was expected to have been a two-day summit. It is now into its unscheduled third day as this podcast comes out. Um, EU talks are going well. As EU talks do, they're always fraught and testy until they come out with a final deal. Um, Perhaps this time it could be if they come out with a final deal. Member states are split uh, almost down the middle between those hit hardest by the outbreak and those concerned about uh, the costs of the recovery plan. Netherlands, the Netherlands and Sweden uh, took one look at the, the size of that number and went, pfft, not out of our pockets. Um, they are part of that faction arguing it should be lower and should take the form of loans and not the grants. Italy and Spain, two of the hardest hit nations of coronavirus, uh, they are frankly desperate. They are absolutely desperate, especially as a lot of their economy... Uh, is focused on tourism and tourism is just not happening in the same numbers Um, unsurprisingly uh, this year they have accused the EU of not doing enough to help countries hit by the pandemic Um, Italian Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte said Europe was quote under the blackmail of the frugals after what he called heated negotiations. Um, The Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban has accused the Dutch Prime Minister of a personal vendetta Trying to link financial help to political issues, um, Viktor Orbán and his ally in Poland, whose whose name I've actually forgotten, uh, have threatened to veto the entire package uh, if it adopts a policy of withholding funds from nations who do not meet certain democratic principles. Um, I will come on to why that is, but possibly not in this podcast because I have noticed and I have run over already. Um, this is gonna be an intense slugging match Uh, and we we don't really know how it's gonna work just before I end this podcast it's time to go around have a look at America because uh, well America and Latin America it would appear Uh, the United States is in um, a spot of bother over the coronavirus Florida has emerged as the new epicenter of the US Epidemic, The state has recorded more than ten thousand new infections uh, and more than ninety uh, and ninety more deaths on Saturday. Its total number of cases is now more than three hundred and thirty seven thousand its death toll over five thousand. That's in one state um, we're seeing all across uh the the old South South Carolina Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Louisiana, and Texas all have uh, daily cases at over 300 per million. Um, Florida, the height of those at 553. Uh, Louisiana, 429. Um, South Carolina, 378. Alabama, 367. Texas, 354. Georgia, 323. Uh, over in Arizona, it's 425 people out of every million are testing positive per um well, what's that, per... Aver- that's the average daily cases in the last week. Um, things are not going well. Um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis still makes clear that he wants schools to open again in the autumn or the fall, as they say over there. Um, there are many people saying that, no, that that just, that just can not happen. Uh, looking down to Latin America, Brazil... Um, Brazil cases are are surging still, although in a bright spot, hopefully for Brazil, the World Health Organization announced earlier this week infections are no longer exponentially increasing. They are still increasing, and they are still increasing very, very fast, but it's no longer officially an exponential increase. Um, over in India, scientists are warning India could still be months away from the peak of the outbreak. They already have the third highest number of confirmed cases behind only the United States and Brazil. Um, Hospitals in Mumbai and Bangalore and some of the worst hit cities have been overwhelmed with patients. In a 24-hour period on Saturday, India recorded 34,884 infections. That's positive tests now i've been saying for a while that deaths unfortunately a horrible term are a lagging indicator 34884 when the lag catches up even with um what a 5 to 6% um no maybe even just a 3% uh, death rate these infect- these these deaths could be through the roof um india is in is in deep deep trouble, and it looked for so long as if they were going to avoid it. Um, they, they were being praised, they were being praised, they went into an early lockdown, three-week uh, mandatory proper lockdown, inside your homes, don't come out. Um, Narendra Modi was being praised, and now it looks like things are going downhill very, very fast. And if the World Health Organization says they're, only, they're still months away from the peak of the outbreak, India could be coming for the United States' top spot on both COVID cases and COVID deaths. Um, that is all the time we have for today on the Politics Unboxed podcast, so I want to thank you very much for listening. Hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode of the podcast, and until then, Goodbye. <music>